welcome to the Relationship Recovery Podcast, hosted by Jessica Knight, a certified life coach who specializes in narcissistic and emotional abuse. This podcast is intended to help you identify manipulative and abusive behavior, set boundaries with yourself and others, and heal the relationship with yourself so you can learn to love in a healthy way. Hello, and as always, thank you for being here. I want to talk about a really hard, complex topic. And I was thinking about it right before this podcast on how to frame it, and I was kept getting stuck. So I'm just going to lean into it. But I want to talk about did you actually love them? A lot of people that I work with get really on the idea that they actually really loved the abuser, the narcissist, the toxic person in their life and that they're not going to love again, that they won't love again, that there isn't enough time. A lot of what I would call limited beliefs that don't feel like limited beliefs when you're believing them or living them, which I know firsthand. And when I talk about these things, I just want to remind you that I was where you are and healing isn't linear. So I've been where you are probably a few times and that I often ask myself, did I love my abuser? And When I talk about this, I'm not talking about my child's dad. I don't think I really loved him, but I just want to frame that that's not who I'm focusing on. I do think that things can be different and more complicated when there's children involved. And I'm just not going to go down that path. I'm talking about somebody who meant a lot to me that opened my eyes up to abuse because he was so abusive. And I didn't know it. And I didn't even see a lot of things until I was out of it. And when we think about Do we love that person? When I think about, do I love that person? For a long time, I said yes. For probably about a year, I said yes. Until that yes started to become a no. When we're trauma bonded to somebody, which is what you're in, if you are in an abusive relationship, it feels like love. A trauma bond feels like love. Breaking it will feel like you're dying. It feels like love. It's as strong as love. It feels like I must love them. That must be what this feeling feels like. Cause it feels like when you're breaking away from him that I know I say this a lot, but it literally feels like sawing off your hand with a butter knife. Like that's what this feels like because it's slow. It's painful. It's not one cut. It's never, you know, one thing and then it's done. It feels like hell. And if you're new here, if you haven't listened to my podcast before, I want to just quickly define what a trauma bond is so that we're all speaking the same language. So I actually went and looked up the definition in Wikipedia, which actually explained it very well. They say, trauma bonds are emotional bonds with an individual that arise from a reoccurring cyclical pattern of abuse perpetuated by intermittent reinforcement through rewards and punishments. The process of forming a trauma bond is referred to trauma bonding. And I thought that that definition actually explained it pretty well. And I like that it touched on the cycle of abuse. The cycle of abuse is something that I talk about a lot because I believe that the trauma bond is formed in reconciliation. I have an episode on the cycle of abuse. It's one of my earlier episodes. I recommend it. But one of the things that I want you to know is that when we are in the cycle of abuse, it goes from calm and then to tensions rising, to the abusive incident, to reconciling, then back to calm, 
and it goes around. And this can happen in a day. It can happen in an hour. It can happen in a year. It can happen in a week. There's really no timetables around the cycle of abuse other than the fact that it's a cycle. When we are in the cycle of abuse, it feels like love. It feels like this is when we, every time we reconcile, it's like, oh my God, we finally got back here. Oh my God, I knew he would see what he was doing was wrong. You may have gotten an apology. You may have seen that person or that mask that you saw at the beginning of the relationship that felt so amazing and so wonderful. And then it goes back around again. Very soon after that, tensions will rise. And what happens is you tell yourself, I love this person so much and I want to get back there. I want to get back to that feeling. And then once you get back to the feeling, your nervous system calms down to only go back to it again. And like I said, you may have a really great week, two weeks, three weeks, two months. But when we're in in an abusive relationship, it cycles. And what we really love is the person that we thought we knew. We love the potential we saw. In my case, I believe I loved the best version of that person. The version of him that I saw that I knew was in there, that actually acknowledged that he was abusive, that felt like he needed to change, but that's not the person that stayed around. A very toxic person stayed around. A very toxic person rooted in shame is the person that even when he tried to hoover and come back, was still the same person. A toxic person is incapable of being able to keep a mask on for an extended period of time or all the time. It's not who they are. You know, I think back to what I would have defined love, right? At the time, it felt like love. It felt like dying when I ended. And I talked to a lot of people that are convinced that this is their one true love. And sometimes I'll ask, is Would the one true love that you have treat you this way? Would the one love that you have react to your feelings in this way? Does this person love you? What do you love about them? That's actually a pretty big question. What do you actually love about them? So I remember a friend asked me that and I said, I love the way that he hugs me. He was like, okay. I said, I love that. I love our sexual connection. I was like, okay. I love the things that we do together. I like golfing with him. I started to name a few things. He was like, okay. And then he goes, I was like, well, I did like going on trips with him, but he kept making me cancel. So I don't know that I like that. All right. It's like, what about like going out with friends and things like that? And I was like, well, he goes, before you answer it, I'm going to remind you I've never met him and I'm your best friend. I was like, okay. Yeah. I guess I have fun with his friends sometimes. And then this continued. And I realized that I was kind of making up the things that I loved about him. The things I loved about him were the things that I saw in the beginning. I loved the way that he made me feel. I loved feeling so seen and special. I know I loved his family. But as I got to thinking about it, I couldn't really name too many things I loved about him. And that's where I'm convinced that the trauma bond convinces us that we are in love when we're actually just trauma bonded, when we actually just cannot break free from the cycle, when we are so addicted to the reconciliation 
We're so addicted to hearing them say that they care about us, that when we are so stuck, we just can't leave. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know what I love about them, I would say, think about that. Think about what you actually love about them and how often you say that, how often you see it in them. The reason why a lot of people lean into no contact or suggest no contact is because that breaks the cycle. That gives you space to think and process and feel and heal and have space from the relationship so that you can start to ask yourself these questions. So what can you do? Other than asking yourself that question and journaling, I would start to get really clear about what you saw at the beginning of the relationship, if that's present now, and if you actually just love their potential. I'd ask yourself, how much of their wounds do you love that they actually shame you for? I'd ask yourself if this is what love feels like, that if you have had or have a child, if this is what you would imagine love would feel like for them. And I would just start saying to yourself, instead of saying, I love him so much, I'd say, I'm so trauma bonded. I'm so trauma bonded over and over. That can really help begin to change the way that we're looking at it and remind ourselves that this must not be what love feels like. Or for me, it was... I choose to not believe that this is what love feels like. I hope that this was helpful. I hope it helps you. If you have questions, if you need support, you can email me at jessica at jessicanightcoaching.com, my website, emotionalabusecoach.com, and my Instagram at emotionalabusecoach. I'm here and I'm available if you need support for a validation call or for ongoing sessions. And I really do hope that this helps.